Welcome back, welcome back to the J.A. Podcast. I love a single podcast. I love just sitting on the chair. Sometimes I get lonely want to bring a friend on, but sometimes it's just me and I'm happy. And I'm happy just talking into the microphone and giving you a message. My dear friends, I took a trip to Las Vegas, Nevada over the weekend. I think I mentioned this on a former episode, the whole story of how it happened. And yeah, my dad, my bro, my cousin went out there for three days in Las Vegas. And here is what I learned in Las Vegas. Now, I could take this one of two ways. I could tell you about the good, of course, spending time with the family, going to an incredible concert, making memories, walking. We walked 26.5 miles. Can you believe that? In three days. We did a marathon in walking in three days. (laughs) I didn't know you had to walk that much in Vegas when you don't have a car. Wow. Um, But yeah, I could take this one of two ways. I could tell you about that. And there were some good memories there, some good teachings to extract. But then I want to tell you about some stuff about humanity that I realized. And um, I think that's the route I want to go. Because... I don't know the other the other stuff like I usually talk about on the podcast, but it's not every time, it's not every day, it's not every weekend. You're in Vegas and you can extract some truth about humanity because you're seeing people in this adult Disney world, as they call it, and you're able to observe and pick up on so much about men and women, and so much of what I'm about to tell you is true for all of. Um, us you know it's not like those people in vegas i'm one of those people in vegas i'm i am in and amongst the crowd and i just want to share some insights that i had three things three things that come to mind and now and i'm about to go and share things that aren't aren't so pleasant so i want to say that in the midst of sharing this there's also so much good happening and it's in vegas like I'm not going to say that it's a sin city, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that because I know there's so much good happening there, but I can only be honest about the strip at Las Vegas. Um, And I could tell you some of the good stuff, but I could tell you some of the not so good stuff and it's sobering and, and it's true for us as much as it's true for others, because as human beings, we're one, no matter how much we want to think we're different than the other. Sometimes the things that frustrate us so much about the people around us, they do that because they're true about something inside of us that's hidden. So, three things that I realized. Number one, you in an environment like Las Vegas do not realize how fast you can spend money. Hence, gambling. Did I gamble? I did. I did. Like 50, 60 bucks just... To, I guess to get the experience but I can see and I was sober while I did it I can see how in the moment with people with a desire to win money and in doing so and with alcohol in your system and with the moment and with the opportunity in front of you I can see how you can easily waste a few thousand dollars in a night maybe win two but lose three and so walk out of there negative 1,000. Laughing like you had a good time because you probably did, but you still lost $1,000 for a few hours. I can see how the big rollers can walk out of there having won 
$4,000 and dropped 20000 And wow, what an accomplishment. But what it does create is a desire for more of it. And so over the course of four years, they probably would have just been balanced out or they're slightly negative or slightly positive in their income. And I just think about like, yeah, that's the first point is, is the gambling and how easy it is to spend money uh, in Vegas. And, and I'm saying Vegas because I was just there, but I'm sure it's true of a lot of cities where gambling is present. Oh my gosh, it is such a addiction and vice. And I would walk by in the morning after my workouts and I'd see people at 7 a.m. with a Heineken and a Marlboro going to town at the casino. And then I saw people look on their faces just like, oh, it's just like, just like, it's like this exciting form of sadness. Uh, that was mildly poetic, but it was the best way I can describe it. This exciting form of sadness as the people gamble. And um, yeah, like I got some friends that do it and poker and whatnot. And, you know, you can really make a career out of it. But and so I'm not speaking to, I guess, quote unquote, the pros or whatnot. I'm, I'm speaking to most probably like people like you and me um, that go with eager eyes and see opportunity and have some money and, and then waste it. <laughs> and I think that's the majority of people. If it wasn't for gambling, Vegas wouldn't have so much money. We wouldn't have buildings like the MGM Grand and gosh, so much of the hotels. I mean, they're exotic and beautiful, but like they're founded upon gambling money and they all have casinos in them because I guarantee there's some sort of connection between the casinos and the hotels and the restaurants and the attraction. There's got to be some deals happening behind there because there's way too much money being pumped into that city from ordinary people and this thing, this addiction called gambling. So yeah, that's my first viewpoint. Second viewpoint has got to be the ladies, the women, the girls that walk the street and they are barely clothed and what they do is they walk up to you in a very sexual way and they want you to take pictures with them and the types of pictures that they want you to take with them are very sexual in nature because you know the whole what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas so they do sexual poses and I mean and look it's funny like it's fun we, we got a laugh looking at it and stuff like that and whatever but um at the end of the night like at the end of the day like looking back I, I just think about that woman that's doing that and uh, at the end of taking a picture with you she, she'll say like okay me and my partner um we're both we're both a hundred and twenty dollars like so in total your your bill is 240 bucks for like having taken pictures with us because my, my younger cousin, we just like had him like do a pose with them and stuff like that. And there's different like levels you can take it with. All this happens like out in the street on the public. And at first we thought it was innocent. But then when she asked for the price and all that and kind of saw like that was the first time, day we got there. We just saw these people were like, and she's like, you want to take a picture? We're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, Vegas. And then later, like three days in, you just see these girls walking around and, and you're like, oh, man, that's so fucking sad like 
this is someone's daughter and she's just walking around like with her boobs out and she's trying to like get pictures um with guys and get money and I mean, look it's it's not prostitution right like it's it's not that i don't want to take it so far and i'm not willing to say like it should be banned or i just want to talk about what's going on there and the exchange of money for the feeling of sexual um entertainment you know and um and how it was so popular and how so many guys were doing it and how so many guys were like yeah get over here and like she would whip you and shit and (laughs) you know it's one of these things that in the moment it doesn't seem that bad like if you were there walking around you'd be like ah whatever vegas but like when you look back you're like oh fuck like she's still there like she's still walking around and she's been doing it for probably months at a time and um who knows what what leads after maybe they're just pictures maybe there's more and i know there's a lot more that happens in vegas that i wasn't in an environment to see but my point is is this this exchange of of money for gambling and then of course this exchange of money um for sexual excitement um for the feeling of naughtiness or I got these girls or look at me how I get whipped or like have this pose to this woman and this feeling of power right so I'm I'm coming at it from a guy's perspective but I'm also like wanting to understand a female perspective of like what's happening there you know um and so you could see like how in such an open friendly walking in the street environment like these girls are doing that does that not in some way translate into like a business environment where a man like dominates a girl and tells her to shut the fuck up and do what I say, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like these constructs in society of the way we view women and the way women view us as men and this domination factor. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's present and it comes out in little ways and, yeah um i'm just speaking um my truth from vegas guys this like i said this wasn't very like pleasant stuff they're they're mere observations from some things that i saw on the street so number one gambling number two this sexual entertainment and celebration thereof and number three oh number three the lust of food man the lust of food and um so here you have like money sex and food are like three things that if you took them out of vegas like vegas couldn't hold itself it would fall apart there would be no city there it would merely be the people and the residents in it but the food the food coming into the food here like oh gosh man there are so much good food we went to this place called hell's kitchen chef gordon ramsay um yeah i tried his signature wellington steak this is his like biggest i guess recipe or meal that he's created and um i don't have time to explain it on the um podcast here but um you can look it up but it's it's a it's a rather rather lovely steak it really is um and i'm I'm glad i had it and i figured i might as well have one like sort of you know off the course meal here 
but the temptations for food were all over the place oh my gosh and like they create like like there's a New York section in Vegas, so they have like New York pizza, and then there's like the Chinese, like Asian, and then there's like all you can drink, all you can eat, all you can whatever. Like such good deals too. Um, there's so many good notorious chefs that are there, and then they have like M&M Factory, Reese Cup Factory, and Sugarland, and um, and it's just like you just see so many like fat people, honestly. And they're just eating so much. And you just see this like chasing of food. And it's like, we do need to eat and we're walking around. But maybe you've been to Disney World or other attraction and theme parks. And, and it's just like all this freaking food, man. And people like stuffing themselves and walking around overloaded with carbs. Um, and then convincing themselves that since they're walking so much, they're quote-unquote burning it off or something like that or oh man so here you have like this this gambling right and you eat while you do that of course and you drink and then you hear you have this sexual entertainment right and again there was probably like more spheres to that in the city and more going on that i just wasn't in the arena of but um definitely uh the lust um in that regard and the power uh of men over women and then the third being this yeah lust for food this um so many people that are just over eating and over drinking and um all three of these are forms of chasing pleasure for human beings and they are good like all three of them are fun. I'm not going to sit here and say they're not. Like, of course, like, if I gave you this amazing meal, you'd love it. Or if this sexual fantasy, you would love it. And this, um, you know, winning 10,000 gambling, you'd love it. Like, but that's where it gets tricky is because there are things that are not inherently bad, but for some reason they can be twisted, go wrong, become vices and addiction. And destroy your life. And this is where it's hard for humanity to know the difference. And they get played as things that are innocent and good and even worthwhile. But in the end, they somehow lead to destruction. I know this is like kind of heavy, me talking about this. And maybe it doesn't lead you to a very hopeful place. Um, and I certainly want to make more episodes about some great things that happened. But I just want to be like really transparent as to the things that I saw and the way that I felt and the way my mind understood things as I walked around because um, it's real, man, and it's really happening. And uh, there's people, and this is just Vegas, but there's people in a lot of places like that. And it's hard to talk about because none of it is like bad, like you're going to jail, like uh, but what I'm trying to say is you're just like flirting with things like overeating, sexual entertainment and the love of money in the form of gambling. Like you, you're just you're just flirting with a with a with a thin line that can go wrong if you're not careful. And that when taken out of portion and out of balance, it does become bad things because there are a lot of people who have lost a lot of money gambling. There are a lot of people who have taken these innocent pictures, but it led to something much more. And now they're in charge of strippers and prostitutes 
or now they're one of them. And then it might have started off as something like just some food and then 40 pounds later you're miserable and depressed and overweight and have health issues. You see what I'm saying? So I bring up these three things because they're true not just for Vegas, they're true for us in our life and our world. And I think part of overcoming them is three things. Being generous, right? Giving away money, right? So that one of them is like hoarding it and trying to win it all and spending it. And another one is saving it and investing it. And then, of course, giving it, which is the hardest to do. Because when you save and invest, it's just for you still. Or maybe for, for others, but giving your money, like carefree, like, yes, use this for something else. Like, that's hard. Like the, A blessing to somebody. Here's $1,000 because I really believe in what you're doing. And I really love your mission. Like, that's hard to do, right? And then the opposite end of the sexual entertainment would be choosing a life of purity and, and not giving in to those desires and deciding to be with one person or what your taste is or I'm not sure. But for me, it would involve like, yeah, like being with one person and giving myself faithfully to one person, only one person and not being distracted or deterred by the temptations that come in a relationship. And then number three would be not overeating, but choosing foods that are yummy and tasty and good and healthy, but you have balance in your life. You don't go one weekend and just like splurge all out because you're trying to find good food in the form of life. Like it's always going to be there, but you can be somebody who's balanced and maybe just have one not so good for you meal instead of having six, you know? So I say all these things, guys, and I try to give you a counteracting truth to them, but really just wanted to share like some experiences from Vegas because um, people think that it's like this amazing place or, or that they're missing out. But these were just my honest reflections from the city. And when I speak about Vegas, if you know people that are from there, because there are residents there that have nothing to do with the strip per se, all of my time was spent at the strip. And so I come from it strictly that perspective and that form of entertainment so and again what i say about vegas is true for so many cities and what's true for so many people including myself a member of society in the battle against everything around me um finding life though and uh yeah i will be making episodes about some great things that happened in vegas so i hope this one was not too negative or left you too downtrodden um, but that it would simply be a truth that it exposed something that's inside of both of us. All right. Until then, what happens in Vegas always, always leaves Vegas. <laughs>